Hey. Why well, I don't always say hey when we started? It's not about this. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the other week. You know, it's like I gotta give me the intro. You did it already? Yeah, I did it. Cash flow on the beat. Ah, uh, yes, man. Thank you for another week of conversation. We've been in here conversing damn near an hour yeah, before we got up. this thing started. So, welcome to another week. Cocktails and conversation. Um, always something different, something new we're trying to deal with. I thank everybody for tuning in. Hey, uh, <laughs> so we out here. This is your boy Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation on Social Networks, and I'm here with my brother. Y'all know who it is, Dark Shining Light, Tim Hargrove in the building. Oh man, you, you gonna cut the beat off on me? <laughs> there we go. I ain't gonna be like, hey, hey, hi. Hey. So salutations. Bonos <laughs> nochos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and cut this thing down, man. Right? Um, this conversation is brought to you in part by nobody. Um, <laughs> you know what? We gotta get our big homie in here after this one. Our mutual homie, um, Rasul. Oh yeah, man! Shout out to the homie Rasul. Epic. Uh, this week's conversation, because we're all here dealing with the title of friends. It's a title that we use lightly and a little bit too much. Yeah. Um. So, as usual, it's always something going on and it kind of makes us reassess the situation. And um, Me in particular, I have a friend. She's actually a good friend. She actually was an old employee. She used to work for me when I managed the bar, when I had a bar. And um, we... Stay in contact. We, we felt we've been in out of contact and we met recently again. And we've been cool. And she uses the word friend with everybody. That's my friend. That's my bestie. That's my bestie. And a couple of weeks later, she'd be crying and, oh, she mistreated me. She did me wrong and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, not everybody's your friend. Oh, yeah. And you can't just give that out just like you don't give out the word love. It's something that has to be earned. Until then, they're just an associate of person that you know. But we're dealing with the subject of friends. Tyler's used too lightly because that's just a conversation tonight. I, 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 I have very few friends, I'll be honest with you. Most of the people I deal with are family. We've kind of went past that friends. Now we're all family, like, you, I talk to the squad and be like, oh, that's my brother. Like, to the fact of, like, if we hang up, you know, people always say, no homo. Sh-. I don't believe I got to say that because I'm a grown man. I, I am what I am. I am what I am. I'm Popeye. <laughs> so when I hang up the phone, my brothers, man, love you, man. I'll talk to you later. Be blessed. Stay safe. Yeah. But be dangerous because it's world. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, friends, how many of us really have them? Friends, before we go any further, let's be friends. As I've gotten older now, mature, now older, I say this maturity, I'm understanding this song because, yeah, this this is where I was fudged up. So many people have killed their friends, ratted out their friends, set their friends up. 
folks going to jail and they screwing their best friend's mate. Like, this is a weird, weird week. Because they don't understand the value. You know, you, you said something real important, man, like family. And here's the thing. is like friends are supposed to be the family that you choose. Ooh. A lot of people, you know, you have people that you grow up with, cousins, uncles, but y'all just related. The song says, friends is one we, ones we can depend on. Right. And a lot of people can't depend on people in their lives. And when you're looking at people that you can actually depend on, people that actually, you actually have love for, that you actually love. First of all, to have a friend, you have to be friendly. You have to be a friend to have one. Yeah. And a lot of us don't understand ourselves. We don't love ourselves. And so when you're not attentive to who you are, it creates a lot of problems. Some of us are too open with people and they get it taken advantage of by anybody. They so starve for relationships or companionships and things like that. They'll bring the wrong people into their circle or into their influence and not understanding that vibe that they get because they don't have spiritual discernment. They end up trusting the wrong people and they get burnt. You know, we, I know a lot of women listening, a lot of guys listening had somebody in their life that they, they die for. And then that person betrayed them in the worst way. Mm. Uh, let, let, let me look at this word. No, def- defining the words. If you don't understand what a word is, you kind of miss the full subject of it. Yeah. What it means, a comprehension of it. So by definition, a friend is a person attached to another by feeling or affection or personal regard. I'm going to skip all the other ones and go to this one that I found was very pertinent. Mm-hmm. It's one word. Rare. Rare. There you go. Friend. Very rare. Mm-hmm. Because a friend, that's what I said, we use this title too lightly. We give it out to everybody. You meet, oh, it's my friend. That's my friend. And then you set yourself up for failure because you've now placed someone in a situation that they have not earned to be. Yeah. It's like giving, <laughs> this is a bad example, but it's reality. It's like giving a man a scalpel and telling him to do heart surgery. And he, ain't <laughs> he, ain't he ain't qualified. I don't know what he's doing. Right. The most he did is cut the turkey and uh, cook some barbecue. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to give them the title of doctor today. You know, come on. You man. ain't he's earned got, the title, he ain't man. Qualified. You he ain't trained. <laughs> you ain't in the right regards to be a doctor. So, yet you want us to give you this title of one. It's not cool. So, the same thing goes with this word friend. And I, this through this whatever conversation however this goes, I pray everyone evaluates your circle. And you know, again, I'm gonna deal with my sisters on this one because I too often hear a lot of women say that, oh, I don't have a lot of girl female friends because they uh backstabby, they crabby, they bitchy, they this, they that. Well, you attract what you put out. Yeah. 
So if you're attracting them type of females, there's something in you that's attracting that to you. Oh, yeah. So it's something you need to change. As a Muslim, nation of Islam, I'm always very clear with what I am. We have a brotherhood and a sisterhood. And there's no stronger bond that you can have outside of your family than your brothers and your sisterhood. Because my brotherhood is worldwide. And we respect each other and treat each other as such. And when you become the nation, the sisters become bonded because there's no cackling, backbiting, stabbing, all that stuff. You're dealing with a basis of, one, dealing with God. Mm-hmm. Two, we're trying to form a group of people who believe and want the same thing for each other. And that's kind of what a friendship should be about. They have a mutual understanding or commonality that we like this and we agree on certain things so we can grow from it. If you haven't started out with a commonality among you, it's very difficult to grow a friendship without a foundation. Yeah. It's like you're building on quicksand because you're building on hopes and dreams. Oh, we got drunk to the club one night together and we had laughs and stuff. That is not a real friendship. Yeah. That's just where you started. That's a drinking buddy. <laughs> <laughs> alcoholic friend, <laughs> alcoholic relationship. You have to find ways to grow past this. Yeah. But most of us, we don't like having these real conversations. Again, that's what we're here for. Real adults have real conversations about real shit. You know, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? What are y'all talking about? If I can't call you, we have a friend who was on the verge of sadness and issues at one point. And called me at 2.30 in the morning one day. Boy, I was knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, one of them knocks out. I remember this to this day. I woke up, the phone rang. Slap on the pillow. I'm like, what is this? On the pillow? Who's calling me? Woke up, and it was just like, I need to talk. And my spirit said, This I need to wake up for this. Get up. Get up. Because you ain't never called me this time of morning to say this. So I woke up and literally spent two hours on the phone talking and really mostly listening because they needed it. And later on, I found out it was, it was very crucial that I spoke at that point. Yeah. But if you don't have a friend that you can do that with, that conversation never leaves that phone. Yeah. Then what do you have? Exactly. And a lot of people, they place people in a position that they weren't qualified for. Like you say, they're giving the wrong people the scalpel. <laughs> and instead of uh, healing you with their surgery, they're going to hurt you with their Ignorance. unqualified skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, when we see all these people who, uh, there are boundaries that they respect with you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, they regard you in a certain way. They regard you as they regard themselves. And, you know, where Christ teaches and as a follower of Christ said that you're to love one another as you love yourselves. Mm. But a lot of people don't love themselves. Oh, you can't love me if you don't love you. If you don't love you. So if I'm looking at a person who self harms, 
a person who self-sabotages, a person who is in their own way, then how can they do things for me? And the thing is, now everyone, I'm not talking about somebody that that's uh that they have a, a period of time where they do that. But I'm saying if that's fundamentally them, then you have to evaluate what's going on. And if you're enriching people in your life and all they're doing is taking from you and they're not pouring into you, where you know, it's something simple like, man, I'm moving, but I can't even call on this person to help me move, or you know. I have a conversation, but I can't have that conversation with this person. It's like, okay, well. What are you there for? We need to look at the level that we place people on because everybody don't belong behind the curtain. And for those of you who understand what I mean, I'm going to evaluate that. Like the Ark of Covenant was the most holy relic that they had at the time. Mm. But only certain people could be behind the curtain with the Ark of Covenant, right? You couldn't know anybody could touch it. You touch it, you could die. You looked at it, you could die. And so you only had the priests that were behind the veil so that they can actually be there with the Ark of Covenant, with this holy thing. A lot of us don't understand that our hearts, our time, our well-being, our presence is the Ark of Covenant. And when you're letting just anybody behind the Ark of Covenant, what's happening is they're touching, but you're dying. They're desecrating something that should be sacred. They're desecrating your friendship should be sacred. You know what I'm saying? Your time should be sacred. Your abilities, your work, your skills, your effort, your love is a sacred thing because time is precious. Because no matter what, when that time is spent, it can't be given back. Some of us look back on our 20s and our teen years and our 30s. You can't get that back. You're going to always progress forward. Now, God can extend your life, and you can look younger and have more energy and everything, but that time is gone. Time is gone. So we got to look at who are we letting behind that veil? You know, I like how you said that, the veil. It reminded me of a conversation or a podcast, whatever, I don't know what it was, somebody was listening to. And he said, I believe in day ones and day twos. We spoke about this before I got on. Yeah. But day one is that friend that you grew up with that you just, by environment, you grew up with this person. School, y'all matriculated, blah, blah, blah. That's day one. Yeah. And been there through everything. But day two is that friend that you chose to get when you got older. And a lot of times the day twos are more down with you and more loyal than the day ones. Because the day two is someone who, through situational circumstances, y'all bonded. Mm-hmm. Y'all became family. School, as in college, um, uh, something tragic happened along the way, a work or something, accident or whatever, and y'all just met and y'all became bonded as friends and you all grew at that point. So the day ones and day twos, Gotta know there's a difference between one, the difference of how they act. Yeah. The day ones, ooh, just hit me with this one. Roll me, please, people. Hit me. I put on my Flintstone uh, car. We're gonna bam, bam this down the street uh, with the Barney Rubble with the with the fair with the bare feet. Um, but when I start coasting, you roll me. I hope. <laughs> um, the day ones quite often feel like they're entitled. Ah. 
they once feel like they're supposed to have whatever it is. If you grow, quite often they feel they're supposed to have whatever it is that you got. Mm-hmm. Because I've known you all this time. And we grew up together. So, you know, whatever you got, I should have. That's day one. Yeah. Quite often. That becomes the problem with you know, giving out the title with friends because sometimes you need to take that title back. Yeah. Because you're not a friend, you're an anchor at this point. A day two, you were a day two for me. We grew, we met through a mutual friend when we got older. But the day two has always been down to be like, yo, man, whatever you need, whatever you got, I'm here's your brother. I got you. Them the ones who have earned that title of friend through whatever situation and those become a different bond. And we're still dealing with that title of friends and the title that we use too lightly and give out too easily because as you're listening, I hope you're paying attention to your day ones and your day twos. Mm-hmm. And day ones quite often time can be your family too. Yeah. Just being honest. It's true. Day ones is your family. You know, we got family that you barely got relationships with. But let you come up on a million dollars all of a sudden, they feel like they... Hey! Hey! Cuz! Uh, right. <laughs> you owe me some money. Oh, you nothing, cuz. Yeah. You know, well, you we in this together. Like, I like my man Big Crit. He had a song where he was talking about how uh, his family, they ain't know him until they need a verse on the song, all of a sudden we family, and... and is you know you can help put me on. Like, like, who is this guy? Right, like you know your your verse to make it a hit. So all these different things is friends. What well, I mean, are we really friends nowadays with this yeah. society? Because I look, you know, we have. Oh man, life is rolling right now. <laughs> um, Facebook went from friends to followers. We went yeah. from friends. Having followers and yeah. friends. Because now you know they got friends over here, you got some followers, but Instagram got followers and likes. All these things is setting up false premises around your life. Yeah. Because it's a bunch of BS. You got 5,000 people, you probably know five. You don't even know them. You don't know who them are. Right. I don't know these people. Again, I have 4,900 with another 3,000 on hold that I know of, that I kind of saw a list a couple months ago, probably grown since then. What for? <laughs> it's cool, but again, what is the friendship? What, what are you bringing to the relationship? Oh, that's another part. What do your friends bring to it? Yeah. You know, you know, it, it, we just talking. because no, That's, that's a, real though. Like, a lot of times people evaluate what, what, how you enrich me, but my thing is, you know, I always like to look at things mathematically. How are you enriching them? Because a lot of people are saying, okay, well, they did do this and do this for me and do this. Okay, everything is for you, you, you. How are you serving? Right. Because the thing is, are you available when that person call? You know what I'm saying? A lot of us really need to look at who we are as people and the people that we call friends. Are you dependable? Can you put aside, oh, I was going to go home and get me some rest. But here it is. You got a friend that's in distress. Or they have lost their job. 
and they just need a little bit of gas money to get to this job interview. But you just spent, you know, three, four hundred dollars going out and you won't even give them fifty dollars in gas. But they were there for you. They were there for you when your time of need. But you don't uh, remember that. Huh? That's a whole other conversation, <laughs> man. You know? But the thing is, the, the point is, are you a friend to the people who are friends in your life? Because a lot of us have lost out on some great people. And a lot of us are gaining great people. Uh, you know, there are those of us who don't have people that they can depend on. You know, whether that those people have passed away or they've moved so far out of proximity or that person has just fell off. But when you know the value of something, especially if you lose it, because there are so pe- many people out there who, you know, especially in our age, people pass away. And it's especially like in your 40s, 30s, and 40s, man, it's like things that you never expect. A person never expected, and now they're gone. So you can't pick up the phone, especially when it's something like, man, I, I was just thinking about them. I could have picked up the phone and gave them a call, and you didn't, and now they're gone. They'll never get, you'll never have, hear that laugh again. You'll never share that, you know what I'm saying, that that thing, that the children are, are, are in disarray. It affects everything. Mm. But sometimes we have to get rid of people out of our life. And, you know, I hate to talk about that because that's all you, you say. Social media, oh, I'm purging people out of my life. But who are you placing in your life and who are you in other people's lives? Because it's not more this this atmosphere as if everyone needs to serve you. And what good are they? No, what good are you? What good are you doing? Or the question we need to hear is what good am I? What good am I placing into other people's lives without expecting something back, without having the expectation of you owe me. I'm going to do a favor for you. Ain't no favors. You either do it out of love or don't do it at all. If somebody needs something from you, it's just like when you do volunteer service, right? We used to go out, feed the hungry and, you know, or I would go out and uh, uh, teach the children and we do like after school programs. I'm not sitting up here thinking, well, I'm going to ki- teach this kid this math and mm-hmm. he better when you go. Yeah, come on. Get that yeah. math, that degree. You know what I'm saying? Right? Pay me. Uh, uh, when you're going out feeding the, uh, feeding the hungry or something like that, you're like, shoot, you know, when you get you that job over at Doggo uh, Cheesecake Factory, you better hook me. Nobody, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be doing things out of the the goodness of your heart because it's the right thing to do. And then if you bond with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Whether you just met them or you've known them for years, what type of person are you to that person? Because that, that, that thing, we like to project things out. Oh, with well, these friends, these friends, no, who, are, who am I? Who am I? And what am I willing to do? And what have I done? Because a lot of times you're willing, but are you putting it into action? Yeah, I want to help you, but I'm trying to catch up on this sleep. You, you understand what I'm saying? What's the value? What 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 and what is it worth to you? Right, because man, it, it's just we quite often place the value of our relationship with people predicated on what we believe or what, get out of it. Get out of it. <laughs> Whatever judgment factor that we have, we yeah. predicate everything based upon that one. And that's messed up because when you are going to a relationship, 
with the thought of what am I getting out of it first, you're actually losing more than you're gaining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And quite often I've learned that that just going through the situation openly. So people are like, well, what are you getting out of it? I don't know. I just like the person. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. I'm just enjoying myself. Like, like I remember there's this quote or this saying that, you know, sometimes the best conversation you can have is just sitting on the porch or sitting in the presence of your friends yeah. and not saying nothing at all. Yeah. Just just being there. Just being there, kicking it, watching the movie, laughing at the movie. Y'all not saying nothing. You're just laughing at the movie. And you get up like, all right, man, I'll catch up with you later. All right, cool, bye. Just in each other's presence. That is because it. it's it's literally the spirit of that person. That is it. But most of us, it's a it's not a reciprocity in the fact of like that. We were just talking about just giving each other's energy. It's a reciprocity in the fact that it's a payment system. You gotta pay me, you gotta do this in order for me to be around you. Mm. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. And you shouldn't want that as an individual either. And you shouldn't be like that as an individual. If someone has to pay you or do something for you every single time, you are now becoming a burden on the mind. That in order for me to hang out with you, I got to be giving them some money. I got to be doing this. I got to be doing something in order for you to come around. A genuine friend is... I'll pull up on you at Sunday. Afternoon. I'm there for you. I'm mean, never say it's Sunday. What you doing? I mean, I'm going to sit your house. You, yeah. What you doing? Nothing. Nothing. All right, I'll be there. Give me about 20 minutes. I'll be there. We're going to do nothing together. What? All right, cool. And you just okay with it. Yeah. That's a good friendship. Others of us have this again. What you got to be a doing? business relationship. Yeah, that's it. You got to give to take something. Matter of fact, this is our partner hitting us up right now. <laughs> <Why so? laughs> um. You know, friends, how many of us have them? And what is the relationship that we're having with these people? What are you doing with your friends? And this this is a kind of various topic because, it, you know, most of us, most of us, we have a topic that's real in-depth and we want to go 100 yards with oh, it. Deep. <laughs> right. Oh, what's that Black Street? Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> but, you know, this is just... It's a subject that I think needs to be covered because too often this is where we're going off on because we are defining our life based upon those that we're around. Mm -hmm. So again, we're taught, I'll pray I say this one well uh, or correctly, that you can look at a person and judge them, their future by their words, their actions, and the people that hang around. Yeah. And all, most of, and if you're going in the right direction, all three of those should kind of line up. Yeah. Like they say, nine broke people hanging together, you start hanging with them, you become a 10th. Yeah. 10 rich people hanging together, excuse me, nine rich people hanging together, you start hanging with them, you become the 10th. Mm-hmm. So the actions, words, group of people around you, should all kind of be going towards the same thing. Because if you're talking wealth and building, your conversation is about wealth and building. Your actions is about going out, getting more building and recycling and everything else. And if you're broke, you're talking about broke nigga shit. Yep. So. Yeah, just trying to play rent. That's it, man. You know what I'm saying? We just chilling day. You know what I'm saying? We just out here on the corner. 
ain't going nowhere. I'm good. I'm going this yeah. way. So when they conversations, I ain't doing shit. Like, oh, hey, man. Man. Yeah. Whoa, 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 <laughs> let me whoa, go whoa. ahead. And- <laughs> I back up for that one. I got stuff to do. I'm going another way. So the same thing with this right here becomes your friends. What are y'all doing? What's the conversation that you all are having on a rig? I mean, you always have to be talking godly stuff on the or high science every time. But nine times, but six times out of ten, what is the conversation? If every time you call your boy, which is, oh man, I just this, and we about to go, like, bruh, come that's on, it? What that's, a, that's where that's gonna lead to. Where that gonna lead to besides the baby? Yeah, you you driving drunk and crashing. You yeah, wonder why his uh, his car got keyed up. <laughs> right, right, right. All the wrong stuff is a result of that one. No, I actually saw that yesterday. Like, no joke. Oh, damn. So that's why I get the car. About, yeah, I'm nah. talking about dudes. It's like swirls and swir- scribbles. And <laughs> nah, like, oh, man. I done seen the tire slash. Yeah. I done seen somebody breaking a car just put sugar in the tank. Oh. Man, right. look. And like, why aren't you stop her? Like, right, if she did it to your car. She'll do it to my ass. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, no I, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I don't need them. No, but I, 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 you hit a valid point because at the same time, you have to be able to do for each other, whether it's in your conversation and everything as well, because it's not something that you're looking toward. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you want to be in a circle of, uh, of, of people that have skills, that are going somewhere, but that's not supposed to be the end all be all. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I want to be in a successful circle of people, but you want to be a true friend. Because of course, people in all walks of life, whether it's what other people perceive as set uh, success, but you want to be there for someone and enrich their lives as well. It's like it's beyond because a lot of people, oh, okay, well, I'm doing this and they doing that and we can you know, elevate together and all that, but sometimes it ain't about all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I was okay, about to say acid cool. or liability, but yeah. sometimes you just need to just be there. There. That is it. You know what I'm saying? Just there. Like, like I love, I, I use my words lightly and very carefully, not lightly, very carefully. When I say I love my brothers, I love my brothers. All of us have been there for each other and in the worst or just the average time. Yeah. Tim quite often refers to the time when he was out there being, uh, sowing his world oats. <laughs> Hoeing it up. That's what I was doing. And it was like, bro, you got to be celibate. What the fuck you mean? Man, I almost drop kicked y'all. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, I'm out here having fun. Right, but it is like, it's like bro, nah, brother, you, you, you want to find, if you want to find a way, fun stops. You're going to have to stop. Right. Like, man, get up out of my face and all that. But now, nah, but y'all were right. You were absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like, like it take a friend to care about you to tell you that though. It take a friend to be there for you with nothing in, in, in return. And mine was, and we talk about our friends, and I talk about Rasul because y'all get ever around when you see Rasul. That's my thickest, thickest. Um, that's my that's my nick, my brother, whatever. <laughs> like when I had COVID, and he's <laughs> about to COVID out in there. <laughs> Everybody called me, and it was a beautiful thing to get phone calls. Just hey, bro, I need you to pull through. Not like 
Ah oh, man, I hope you feel better. No, Nick, I need you to pull through. I need to see you next week. Everybody's phone yeah. call was that one. Rasul, he came to the hospital and they weren't even letting him in. And he damn near got on the phone. I'm like, I'm on the like a the eighth went eighth floor back wing. And this dude almost got like, you know, he didn't put on the doctor's <laughs> coat. <laughs> He done made up a badge. Right. I'm like, yo, man, just just drop it off at the front. Hey, man, I get up there. Bruh, just (laughs) drop it off. I'm good. When I came home, single man, single, single. And he's like, bruh, I know you're doing whatever because my mom and dad couldn't be around me because they were high risk or whatever. My sister, she has a family and I'm getting out of the hospital. He's like, I don't give a damn about none of that shit. I'm coming over. <laughs> he said, look, you sit upstairs. I don't care. I'll be downstairs, but I'm going to make sure you're all right, partner. And, you know, that's that friendship yeah. that is very hard to come across something like that. Yeah. And, and I love this brotherhood because it don't matter what's going on. We have all showed up for each other on somehow or another. I'm talking about where every one of us have moved, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with a moving company. <laughs> no, we <It's> always <laughs> call up the squad. Yep. We're going to be there. And then the, what's even more beautiful about this is that, you know, our other friends, you got to, you know, I had some pizza and I had some drinks and everything. It's just like, call up the squad, we're going to be there. All right, we'll be there. Everybody show up, help the next person move. They're like, we done. I got to get back to my stuff. Ain't no pizza and stuff <laughs> needed. It's just... We got you because we all family yeah. and we, we were trying to help each other out. And I'm saying all that to say, you know, do y'all have friends like that in y'all life as y'all listening? Like, do you have someone that you can just genuinely outside of the family? Because family always count with these certain things. Mm. But if your friends aren't on the level where I give another example. Remember the Source magazines. Um, they did this one thing I think it was like 2012 or 15, whatever. And they challenged the game, Killer Mike, and somebody else. It said, go through your phone. It said, see how many real friends you got. Go through your phone and just text other artists and be like, I had a tire blowout wherever they at. Could they help me? And all of them went there. All, I remember them to the game and killing my and somebody else going through their phone, texting people. And they went through like six hours a piece, maybe 10. Either way, only two people responded to all the artists that they were, they were texting different people. Two people responded. The other folks, oh yeah, man, I help you out. Never hit them back. Oh man, it's fucked up. I'm doing this right now. Blah, blah, blah. Never responded. Then one person said he was in the studio. Give me a minute. I'll be there. And literally, he was about to camp, finish, like cancel his studio time to go help one of them. He had to call. Hey, man, I'm just joking. We're trying to figure this out. He's like, are you sure, man? I'll be there. This is all on the little, the article. Yeah. But it was just showing how many of us are really friends yeah. in the industry or even in this right now or in life. Mm-hmm. How many of us are really willing to just be there for somebody? Yeah. And not expect anything in return. 
not I'm doing this because, you know, I hate this bush right here. People feed the hungry and take pictures and videos. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. To make it seem like they're, they're you know doing I mean? something. Come on, man. I don't need, like, if, again, I'm very versatile in what I do, but I don't tell people everything that I do because yeah, I don't need the videos. But they all know, and I'm saying this because it is what it is, but, you know, we do a food distribution quite often. I do on a weekly basis. But I've never put myself on video doing it. Yeah. Some people have actually tried to video me. And for the most part, if you, I talk about it. But if you see a video, you always see me walking off of it. Because I'm not there to be seen of men. I'm there because I know what it's like to be hungry. Yeah. I know what it's like to not have a place to live. Yeah. I know these situations. People say, oh, no, you don't. No, I can tell you the stories. <laughs> I've been of, there. Like my, we at one point, my family lived like in a hotel for like a year, maybe two, because situation just went wrong. Mm-hmm. But again, no one knew it. But to go through that situation does something to you yeah. mentally, because again, you don't have the home. Yeah, you're going to a hotel, and I remember some nights that we didn't get into the hotel. I've slept in the car with my mother and the family. Nice when we didn't eat. I remember my mom. <laughs> I guess one situation. Again, it's still on the thing of friends and knowing people. My um, Wendy's used to have that salad bar, remember? Mm-hmm. My mother and father, we were in the hotel. They went to the salad bar and made this big ass salad. <laughs> Everything going. <laughs> I can laugh now, but it was rough back then going through they all the fixes and everything. And that's what we my way split it between us for for dinner one night. Yeah, like that's things that when you're going through it, you need some situations. Yeah. So I have friends; they didn't know what we were doing going through it, but their parents did. So their parents would be like, certain times, you know, your children come over here. I'm saying y'all can come over and get away for a minute. So mom and dad doing whatever they had to go do, we'll go over to a friend's house. We just stay there and chill out. The friends never knew. The parents knew. Yeah. And it was nothing in return or benefits. My mother and father weren't paying them for the children to go over there. It was just your children are like my children. We go. I mean, I'm damn near tearing up as I'm talking about this because, you know, I hate it when people used to talk about other children in school. Yeah, because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's going on. Why that kid is wearing the same outfits and shoes every mm-hmm. day. Like, I always became friends with that person getting picked on because you never know why they're in that situation. Yep. And a lot of them folks I kind of talked back, came into existence years later on. They were like, oh, man, I remember we were in school and folks used to do that to me and you just used to just be there as a friend because who wants to be that kid? Exactly. Who wants to be that person where you don't have a friend? Yeah. We need that. I'm going to step off my uh, soapbox. <laughs> no, but you, we really do need that, man, because life will place you in a situation where you're not around family. You know, especially as many people who move here to Atlanta they just moved with what they had. They had a job opportunity or they needed a, 
a change and they came here so the people that they meet, you know, become family. Mm-hmm. And it, it it really changes the trajectory mm-hmm. of what you're doing. Like they can, having a friend can make you or break you because a lot of us have had opportunities or, or things changed in our life because of this one person. You can literally point to that person and say, if they didn't do X, Y, and Z, I don't know what my next step would have been. Bruh. I could have been in a whole different situation. A whole different one. You know, yeah. a lot of times it might not even be in what they did for you, but what they said to you or the influence that they had. Uh-huh. Because, you know, some of us hit situations whether it's financial or whether it's relationship-wise or whether it's professional-wise, had you did what you want to do, you'd be in somebody's jail. You know what I'm saying? You would be a completely different place in your career. Uh-huh. You'd be a completely different place in your relationship. You wouldn't have met that spouse. You wouldn't have had that child. Uh-huh. You wouldn't have had that opportunity. Your business wouldn't have gone somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And you can literally point at it's because of this person's advice. It's because of this person. You know, they grabbed me and that person, they told me another way to do it. Or I looked and I seen what they were doing and I took their example. And so, you know, friends can cause all types of different things. And I'm talking about true friends. True. Yeah. They can, they can be the catalyst that we need. They can be that springboard that we need. They can be that life raft, you know, and the, the type of friend that we are, you know, the things that you, we just share the things that we are willing to do because especially as a parent, you need that break. You know what I'm saying? You need that break. You, you be uh, a parent or you, you a spouse or something like that. And the kids like they can't do nothing but be kids. But that person saying, you know, bring them over my house and play with my kids. And you know that they're going to be safe over mm-hmm. this person's house. You know, ain't nothing crazy going to happen. Or, you know, you know that you can't talk to your kids, but your they, they, crazy about uncle this or auntie okay. that. Right, right, right. And that's right. your friend, but they look at them as a family member mm-hmm. and they just talk to them because they can't, they, your friend gonna tell them the same thing you said but because it came out of their mouth they'll listen to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> or sometimes let, let, on a whole different level sometimes you can't be there for a family member like a mom or dad and your friend said, don't worry about it, I got him. That's right. my mama, that's my daddy, that's my sister, I got him. And you know, th- these are the things that people don't realize because we, we're in a society where all they say is it's all me and I can do it by myself. No, you can't. No, you can't. You ain't never did it by yourself. You, it, it wasn't you. They go, no, it wasn't. No, somebody was looking out for you and you didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? There, there was something going on and you didn't know it. And if it was you all by yourself, whoa, what was you? Ain't never been all by myself. Ain't never. Because the reality of it is there's always somebody along the way. Oh, yeah. A job that hired you. The boss hires you for the job. They helped you. No, but it was, it was the person in uh, Human Resources said, we need a black woman up in here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull them out. I, I, like, right. the way they dress. I, I like the way they dress. It's someone along. It's always something. Along. I don't give a damn if you're atheist or not. You wouldn't be here without your mama who was given the seed by your daddy but created you in your mama's womb by God. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? 
your mama didn't say, oh, it's it's a month and a half in. It's time for you to start growing arms. <laughs> it's three months. Now you just started growing. Your mama never knew it. Half of y'all mama, if you really want to be yeah. honest, didn't even know your ass was there. <laughs> she know to at least two, three months in that your ass was in there and you was growing. So it was always, it has always been somebody along the way helping you. Yeah. So a friend and a friend indeed is a friend in something like that. What's that word? A friend, friend indeed. indeed is a friend indeed. One of them friends is some a friend. friend something with steed. <laughs> Steady as the horse, whatever this name is, whatever you want to call it. A friend versus an associate. That's the main thing. As we're giving out this title so fluidly to everyone, yeah. there's a difference between a friend, an associate, and just somebody you just need to just have happenstance with. I mean, you just ran into this motherfucker and keep moving. An associate, to me, you know, a lot of folks that you, you just know them. I know them. That's about it. I know them. You know, oh, man, that's your friend? Nah. I know him though. He just live around here. <laughs> right. I know him. You know, that's like a neighbor. I know him. It is what it is. Oh, man, y'all cool? We all right? Y'all friends? No, no, no. Speak. <laughs> we speak. They ain't my friend. I know him. Why, why you ask? That's what most of the people that are actually in your life probably actually are. But you've placed them in your imaginary world of a friend because society is now all these friends and followers. Start separating people out. Yeah. Because again, like you said, that inner circle. Not everybody supposed to be in the inner circle. Yeah. I like the was the Fockers. <laughs> the <laughs> circle of trust. Yeah, the circle of trust. Not everyone's supposed to be in the circle of trust. Everyone needs to be, you know, sitting down way, 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 way down there. Like, let, me, let, me, let me put it in better circumstances, people. A friend is someone that you will allow to come into your house and stay. I put it in that situation. You invite people over to your house, but a friend, you don't mind staying. Associates, you don't. Yeah. And most of your associates, you really don't even like like them in your house. You're always kind of watching them while you're there. I heard you still, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> See, a friend, let I me mean, put it in more circumstance. A friend is a person that you can have a hundred grand sitting on your couch. And know it's still gonna be there. And loose and loose, not in bundles, and yeah. loose money. Mm-hmm. And you can walk by and be like, oh, it's still gonna be there. I ain't worried about that money because yeah. I know oh, he's sitting there. I ain't worried about that yeah. money. I'm good. Because that's what a friend to do. Like, I'm not about to steal up from my home because mm-hmm. I'll never know. If anything, they're guarded. Yeah, like, hey, I'm watching. Why are you over here near his money? Get the yeah. hell on. Bro, put your money up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> put your money up. Right. And a friend to keep you out of situations like yeah. Again, most of us, we use the word too lightly and we're talking about situations and titles and stuff because it, we're, not, we're not defining words. So we're just walking around. Oh, that's my friend. No, that is a thief in disguise mm-hmm. waiting for an opportunity. And most of you sisters know that because even as men too, we know that because you always have someone looking at your mate. And we had this conversation before yeah. we got online that, you know, we've all had that beautiful mate that we're with. Handsome. Charming. Dabonia type person. And 
we have an associate that's looking at our mate. Mm-hmm. And we're not noticing it, but the mate does. And some of y'all got weak mates and fell for it. That person wasn't a friend. Nope. Never was. It was plotting. It was plotting the whole time because they wanted what you had. Mm-hmm. Again, my friends, they've all had beautiful women. But, you know, good and damn well. You can leave your girl around me. She can be drunk. She's good. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing going to happen to her. Because you, my brother, that's my sister. Mm-hmm. If you don't have friends like that, you don't have no friends. You got no friends. And the thing is, when people are in those situations, they go, well, I realize that I don't have friends. Let's talk about some solutions. Yeah. Is that there's people. There is somebody and some people out there that need you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so it's people out there like, I don't have no friends. Mm. I don't know really know what to do. You need to go out and do what you're supposed to be doing. Go about your mission and be out there amongst people who is your tribe. Find your tribe. Mm-hmm. Being at the house all day is not your tribe. It's not good for a person to be a hermit. A couch can't befriend you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your dog, it's a good dog, but... That's uh, your friend. You know what I mean? But like, there are people out there who are waiting for a person like you, mm-hmm. who are looking for a genuine person that they vibe with. And you're just one, you could, especially in Atlanta, you're like one handshake away, one event away from meeting that person. I Man, it's funny because we was talking about how um, small Atlanta is. Because I remember I was out at some bar or something like that. And I'm chilling and uh, me and this dude started talking. We was vibing hard, mm-hmm. man. He was like, it's like, man, look, man, you cool. It's like, you cool, man. He said, um, and he, it came, the subject came up and come to find out it was my cousin's baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Never met this guy before in my life. He was like, wait a minute. And then he called on the phone. He was like, hey, I'm sitting up here chilling with old boy. Come find out that y'all cousins. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was Told like, you. you know what I mean? But like, you you never know who you vibing with. You never know who you talking with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been plenty of people in my life that I got introduced to and they were literally the next step. And it put me on to something else, but they changed my mindset. Uh, one, a good friend of mine, brother of mine, man, um, uh, Keith, you know what I mean? He's been very instrumental. We l- met late in my life, in my 30s. Uh. And if it wasn't for him to keep me pursuing my wife now, I would never be married again. You know what I mean? He was like, nah, man, you need to keep going at it. Like, man, she ain't trying to hit nothing. She- no, bro, that's you. That's you. Don't give up on that, man. That's it. That's perfect for you. And just with him encouraging me, he's been there for it's really hilarious <laughs> points in my life. It's funny now, but when you need somebody, yeah. he was like, what was that song? That old song? I need a hero. <laughs> he's literally been that. <laughs> I, I, what, I might tell this story one day on uh one of our podcasts, but I really want him to be here so he can really help tell that story. But like all of us, you know, it's important that you have that person in your life and be in those areas because it might be, you know, I remember when I was a manager for this uh, different place on the job and we would have like little things to inspire the employees and stuff like that and get them pumped up for the day. 
And, you know, I was ministering at the time and everything. But I would tell them, like, you're here for a reason. God doesn't place you in places. You're at that job for a reason. You're meeting these people for a reason and whatever lessons. But some of them are friends and family spiritually. And you don't know. Reach out to that person. Some of us need to, of course, reevaluate the person that we are. So that we can be, if you know that you've not been a friend to the people who are actually your friend, reevaluate that. You know what I'm saying? Fix that. Because one thing that I learned is you use the term called rare. Rare, rare. Having a friend in your life and that rare person, don't take them for granted. Because a real friend, there is no replacement. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't just, oh, well, it's plenty of people out there in the world, but it wasn't nobody like them. Uh-uh. You understand what I'm saying? Some people yeah. cannot be replaced. Yo. I've met people, especially in the military. Uh-huh. Man, when, when we went to war, I've met people who were literally one-of-a-kind people. And we all meet them throughout life. But I've met people like, wait a minute, there's no person like this person. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And they wanted to say, oh, well, everybody's special. That's not the truth. No, no, no. It's not no, the truth. No, no. Some people are that motherfucker right there. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna be you, yeah. nah. Mm-mm. And so if you are that person, or if you have that person in your life, I ask that you understand and cultivate that. If you are that wonderful kind of person and you're wasting your time among people who you shouldn't be around, get around the people who you would be able to cultivate that friendship and be a real friend. And if you have that person in your life and they're a true friend, a family, don't take that, re- uh, that, that relationship for granted. Enrich that and, and do the things just like with anything else. You have to water friendships. You have to spend time with one another. You have to be there for one another. You have to, you know, it, with anything else, with your career, you go and learn about your career. You go and get better. You go and enrich it. Same thing with a relationship. If you got a wife or a husband, you enrich each other's relationship. Same thing with a friendship. You can't let that thing go by the wayside or think, oh, well, this, no, no, because no man knows the time or the hour or the situation. This is, some of us woke up one day and you got laid off. You know what I mean? Man. Or, you were driving down uh, the street, and next thing you know, you got rear-ended. You know what I'm saying? Or you were working on this one thing, and next thing you know, you hit it big, and that contract came through, and you're a millionaire overnight. Because somebody said, look, you don't know what the situation, all we have is our t- right now. We don't even really have our today, because the whole day isn't promised. So we have our right now. And so if you have people in your life, take advantage of your right now. When you're thinking about that person, call them. Call them. You're thinking about them for a reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we really have to understand the severity of our time and our energy. Time waits for no one. I'm just agreeing with you. Time waits for no one, brother. And um. I know we, we're coming up on time too. I like to keep everything about an hour ish on this thing. But however, um, friends, um, we use it too lightly. Ah, uh, man, what's that? 
Hustle Gang. You have a song, Friends. Listen to that song. It, it speaks volumes on that subject. But um, thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. I'm actually having a moment as I'm sitting here thinking of uh, a friend, uh, one of my brothers. He uh, committed suicide a few years ago. Mm. He was going through something. And everybody was trying, and this we talk about, you know, being there for friends. And sometimes you can only be there to a certain degree. Yeah. The reality of it. After that, it's on them and God. And he was going through something and he just couldn't shake what he was going through. And I understand it. Um, but like you said, a one of a kind friend. He was that. Like yeah. he he just was that. And when you lose that person, you know, what if questions start popping up in your head and it takes a moment for you to really get past it. Oh yeah. Don't be that person that what if if I had just done this or if we'd have tried and blah blah blah. You got the time now. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Again, it's a one phone. So it's one phone call. And, I, and I'm gonna try to end as much as possible. So for a number about 12, 13 years, I used to do that thought of the day text blast I did. Mm-hmm. I did it to a couple thousand people every morning. And I I started off doing it because my son's mother and I got into an argument one day. And it's funny because my son was in town of the weekend. And I was taking him to the airport. And I literally was going into the College Park train station. That's where I started doing that. And I walked to the exact point. I was like, this is where I started doing that. And he was right there with me. I was like, son, you don't know how much you've changed my life. Period. But that this I'm going to the same subject of friends, call, blah, blah, blah. I started doing that thought of the day text message blast. Start off as like a couple people, because I heard somebody say something. I, I wish I could remember that first text blast. And I kept doing, I kept doing it. And I remember a few times. I would get a phone call every now and then. It'd be weird stuff. But you no, know, thank you for that text message today. It really, you know, took my help me out, blah, blah, blah. I got over it. There was one phone call I got from his brother. And I used to do text messages every morning at eight o'clock on the dot. So I love my Blackberry. Because <laughs> when I sent it out to the Blackberry, it bing automatically. You got it. As soon as I sent it. Other phone, it take a couple of days, a couple of minutes to do it. Eight o'clock on the dot. Everybody was setting me. I'm getting to the point. They set their schedule by it. It's one person. I got their number. People started saying, add this person to this. Ask, I was adding people to the list. And there's one person got put on the list. He hadn't been in there probably about a month or two. Mm-hmm. And this one morning, he got the text message. He said, I was sitting on the on the uh, edge about to commit suicide. I got your text. I decided to read it. And that's what made me come down off of it. Wow. But I say that call, that was his call for me. <laughs> <laughs> the text message was the call. But that call to a friend, you never know how you can affect that person. Yeah. So like you were saying earlier, you know, 
You think about somebody, pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. You never know why God placed you, that person on your mind specifically mm-hmm. for you to reach out to them. Because I know I got two friends that died in the past three years. Each one of them, my mind was to call them mm-hmm. the day before it happened. I spoke to them a month previously. Man. But the day before, yeah. it was, hey, man, call this dude. I got busy, never did it. Yeah. And next day, they both was killed. Yeah. So at this point, I call people random. Why the hell are you calling me? I just call and say hello, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. How you doing? Proud as well. Let's catch up very soon. I make it a business to reach out, connect with people every so often because Time yeah. is not on our side. Yeah. Unless you're using it well. Yeah. With that, I'm moonwalking. <laughs> brother <laughs> Brother uh Dark Dark Light, give us some light. <laughs> no, nah, that's it, man. Y- y'all go out there and make the best out of your friends, friendships. You know, be a real friend and make sure you have real friends around you. you know, we appreciate y'all coming out, you know, you appreciate y'all listening. Y'all make sure that you like, subscribe, tell somebody, tell somebody. And tell that person, tell somebody. (laughs) Be great in your day. (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in. It is the brother Yusuf Muhammad Yam's creation. Down below, (laughs) flying low and not solo, but I'm flying, baby, with these ears. Gliding (laughs) to your ears, through your system and vibe. Riding along with my brother, Y'all know who it is. Dark shot of light. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. I appreciate y'all coming through. Be easy. Peace. Hey, this is Yusuf Muhammad. Thank you for listening. Tune in this Friday for the new episodes of Cocktails and Conversation on all streaming platforms. Like, share, follow, tell somebody. Look forward to you listening.